You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. talking about podcasts we're Goodness. talking about itty bitty podcasts a podcast very many monday chunkies <laughs> i'm carter i'm doge i'm jordan it was a honky tonky mini monday it was a honky tonky i was like man i'm so glad he didn't do the high note at the end and then you did <laughs> i did it i sure did and it so i tried so that means so- this one has to be mini monday Right? Mini, it's mini, not Mini Monday. Mini, mini Monday. Mini Monday. It's Mini Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Ting. Welcome to Mini Monday. This is like, this is like a, this is an old-fashioned, this is an old-fashioned Mini Monday. It sure is. This is the real deal. We are, we are in between universes in right now. Tone. <laughs> we, <laughs> the sepia tone. We like the burnt edges a little bit because <laughs> no one really can finish burning the wanted posters <laughs> in the Old yeah. West. Um, we are in between Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert, now it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier and Loki. We've got some weeks in here uh, to just dive back into our old ways. You know, mm-hmm. some people were excited about it. Maybe some people are discouraged that we're back in our old ways. But you can't change, you can't change chunks. You know well, how look, it is? We're back mm-hmm. on our grind one way or another. So, yeah. One way or another, we're either doing we're either always, doing that thing you hate or the thing you love. <laughs> we're, we're always back on our grind. Um, I want to jump straight into uh, a game that we play often that doesn't always feel like a game. It just has a title, so we call it a game. But let's do a little bit of rank you very much mm. on the subject of freshly coming out of the second television show for the MCU. Um, we are in the middle, not not in the middle. These are both the beginnings of Phase Four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And so looking ahead to phase four, I would love to know you guys going from three to one, uh, all three of us, let's talk about what are our top three most anticipated projects coming to the MCU. And I'm going to tie in a little bit of in the news here. Uh, It was just announced recently that uh, the wonderful Alamo Draft House, which had filed for bankruptcy Mm. and closed all of its doors, is on its way back. Yes, baby. In fact, the Dallas locations, those being Richardson and Cedars, which is close to yep. all all these pod boys, will be opening back up, phasing back open in June. So mm-hmm. uh, they'll be back. We'll have those movie theaters. And so we will have those opportunities to you watch. You know I'm going to go sit in that theater. 
almost every element of the MCU. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen every MCU movie in theaters. I think I might yeah. have seen all of them, and I intend to continue to do that. But for now, yeah. um, yep. Jordan, how about you give give me your number three? And if we have any of these that overlap, we'll spend some time uh, uh, talking about that together. But otherwise, you know, let me know, and then let me know what you're excited about with that. Sure. What are you? What are you least most excited for? Sure. Well, Three of the 25 phase yeah. four projects. <laughs> that, that's the thing. There's so many that I am excited for that picking three was a little bit tough just because there's so much that like I am pumped about. Um, but there are three that kind of stand out for me um, with number three being Fantastic Four. Mm. Um, it's just been, oh, yeah. it's been a long time coming, I feel like, um, yeah. to get a good one <laughs> and to see what the MCU can do <laughs> right. with these characters. This This feels like the the next thing, uh, you know, Shang-Chi is going to be awesome. Eternals is going to be awesome. I'm very excited about both of those things. We've got sequels coming up that I'm pumped about. But Fantastic Four feels like the closest that I feel to um, knowing Spider-Man was going to pop up in Civil War and be like, I was what say is that. their interpretation yeah. going to be of these yeah. characters? So I, yeah. I'm really excited about it. I actually heard it's a sequel to Fan4Stick, though. Mm-hmm. It's and it's Fan5Stick. Fan5Stick. Yeah. There is such a collective anticipation for that that everyone's already expecting like Reed Richards in WandaVision. Right. right. Like yeah, the right. moment totally. someone said Fantastic Four was coming, they're like, okay. What's, it's going to be the next Easter egg. Boy, boy, yeah. that brick right. wall looks familiar. Hmm. <laughs> Does it have eyes? That's great. Uh, my number three is the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. Okay. Um, I think it's… There's also a rumor that this is going to be horror vibes, um, which yeah, makes I've heard that sense. Too. Yeah, which makes sense to me, and I'm totally down for. Um, I think when Doctor Strange was first introduced into the MCU, uh, having his first like feature film, it was a moment where they could kind of flex, kind of like how they've now flexed with Wandavision, and be like, okay, we're going to take you somewhere completely different. You know, the Dormammu fight, right? The fact that he's mm-hmm. got him in a time loop and that's how he yeah. wins. And we watched Doctor Strange die millions of times on screen. You know, it's just stuff that just kind of really literally expanded the universe for me. And so I'm excited to see uh, now that there are successes in a multiverse, you know, vibe. And we're going to have that with Loki too. Uh, I- I'm just excited to see how they can push it even further. Because I know they can. Like, right. yeah. I know it's going to be… Really good. And I think quietly, Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange is one of the best castings yeah. of the entire MCU. Doge, what's your number three? My number three is Thor 4, more Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yes. I'm very, very excited for this movie. That's my number because one. It's, that's my <laughs> number one as well. <laughs> it's basically going to be another Thor plus a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Essentially, and yeah. That'll be, it's just going to be really fun. Taika, baby. It's I love so Taika. Yeah. Undyingly love Taika. And you get to also mix in a little bit of like Christian Bale villain. Like yeah. the the big, the thing that keeps it at number three for me, that doesn't put it at two or one, is Natalie Portman's return. I am excited to see her get material she's excited to work with. But boy, that's a, that's a kind of a writing hole, right? How do you bring Jane Foster back like 10 years after we saw her last? Yeah, right. I, I agree right. with that part. Um, but I feel like if anybody can do it, it's Taika and Natalie Portman is fantastic. I don't know, man. It's it's for sure, like, kind of by a good stretch, my most anticipated. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is so funny because prior to Ragnarok, if you told me that my most anticipated movie would be a Thor movie, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> yeah. We've got, I mean, we're bringing in Oscar winners. We've got Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. And then we've got recently announced Russell Crowe as Zeus. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> wow. There's just a lot of, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, going on. I read and a then- thing that that apparently Russell Crowe and Hemsworth have become such good friends while they're while they're shooting this that they're now working on Gladiator Two with Hemsworth playing Crowe's son. What for who, real? I already knew Gladiator came back from 2. being burned up. Maybe. Yeah, I yeah, was going to say was- his dead son. Yeah, that was already in the works with with Ridley Scott. I think we talked about that back in Chooser's Choice. That was a project of his. Yeah. Far down the road, but here we are. Far down the road. Um, we are. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for for Love and Thunder. Just seeing it show up on the screen mm-hmm. and the name of it yeah. is like, okay, this is fully Taika. Cool. And Ragnarok was fully Taika without us totally knowing it yet before we saw it. Yep. But now we're like, let's just do this. That's awesome. Jordan, there's only one left for you. What's your number two? That's true. Yeah, my number two is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Um, it, would, it would be number one if it weren't for… <laughs> The anticipation of Thor. But yeah, man, I mean, I've loved both of the MCU Spider-Man movies. I think Tom Holland is fantastic. And I'm so excited uh, to see where this kind of overall arc goes, man. It's just, I'm so pumped about this movie. Yeah. I'm interested to see how they're going to make all these connections. It feels it feels uh, in a very Peter Parker fun way, messy right now. Yeah, right. There's so many names and so many like just assumptions of what's going to happen. I feel like no one's right. I feel like Feige knows no one's right and he's having really fun with that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. My number two and my last on this list. So that means number three was multiverse. Number one is love and thunder. Number two for me is Mahershala Ali as Blade. Uh, Oh yeah. I forgot that's coming. That's still very much going to happen. I don't know if it's exactly a phase four. I don't know if there was clarity on that's in the upcoming phase. But I'm I'm so down. I am a, such a fan of the Wesley Wesley Snipes vape uh, vapes vape the Wesley Snipes Blade movies. There you go. Hold a special place uh, in my half vampire, half human heart. Mm. Uh, and so, but I think it just needed to wait until this man existed. I, I think he's. <laughs> right. I don't know if y'all have y'all seen the Wesley Snipes Blade movies. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Mahershala is. Wouldn't you just watch him for yeah, oh yeah. multiple hours slicing up some vamps? Yes, very yeah. much. So I'm I'm really excited. I mean, for I that. watched him in True Detective a few years ago for multiple hours doing stuff way less interesting than slicing <laughs> up vampires. So of course, right? Just it was he was just having a hard time remembering stuff. And exactly. I was he down. was just trying. He was trying to think, and I was loving it. Imagine he if just, he's got a sword and there's vampires. <laughs> Doge, we'll wrap up. Rank you very much with you. We still have your number two and number one. Yeah. Well, we've already talked about it. I didn't know we were spilling the beans whenever somebody else mentioned it. My number two is Multiverse of Madness, yes. and it would not even have been in these top three. Had WandaVision not been mm. exactly my flavor right. that I was looking for. But now I'm super, super amped for that. My number one, obviously, you guys know, anybody who knows me knows, my number one Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, very, I have, I kind of, I guess I guess my love for the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies is sort of immune to criticism. Sure. I know they're not good, but I love them very much. I think that Tobey Maguire is the best Peter Parker that we've gotten. And I think Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man that we've gotten. And I think Tom Holland is the best Peter-Spider-Man duality that we've gotten. Uh, 
Mm. Probably the best superhero movies that we've gotten, though not maybe the best Spider-Man stories. But if all reports are to be believed, they're going to be kind of taking three of my favorite ingredients and making me a brand new meal out of them. So I'm very, very excited for that. Yeah. It's you think be Andrew so Garfield's good. a better Spider-Man than Tom Holland? I think those are better Spider-Man stories than Tom Holland. And I think the Tobey Maguire are better Peter Parker stories than Tom Holland. I think Tom Holland is better superhero stories than either of those. I think what's great about this is that uh, little tease, chunkies, this is a conversation that we will have. Yeah, we'll have uh, time to not, talk about in that. In the not-too-distant future, uh, a much deeper dive into these iterations of Spidey. On the topics of some of these new actors being introduced in the phases, uh, in phase four, uh, it's not just, is it, (laughs) it's not a chicken or the egg situation, but it's like, is MCU just so vast that they happen to have a lot of Oscar winners or do they just only go out and pick people that seem to be like legitimate (laughs) uh, Oscar talent type actors with Christian Bale, you know, and who knows what role Zeus is going to have with Russell Crowe. And then we talked about Mahershala Ali. That's an Oscar winner. And so uh, real quickly, going back into the news, uh, the Oscars happened recently, and it was yeah. quite quite an Oscars for MCU. <laughs> we had Daniel Kaluuya win. We had, mm. uh, we had Chloe Zhao, who's going to be directing The Eternals mm-hmm. win. We had Odin waking up from his, oh, yeah. uh, what is his sleep called? The Odin sleep. The Odin sleep. The, yeah. the, he wakes up from the yeah. Odin sleep uh, after the Oscars because he wasn't there in person because he was in Odin sleep. Wakes up <laughs> to give a, a a thank you from the Welsh countryside, kind of look like Asgard, to say hey, appreciate that. That is where they shot Asgard. That is where they shot it, like in like the cliffs in Thor three. Oh, Air it was just Thor. probably like right outside his house. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> he was like, we could come to my backyard. Get the bag, man. Congrats on the money. You just woke up and kind of half woke up. They told you not to fully wake up. And, <laughs> and you did real good. Uh, it's time to play another game. Mm. And this is one we haven't played in a while. Shout out to our Discord yeah. chat. I was talking about, you know, someone had brought up what their favorite games were. And then someone pulled this one. I was like, I had that feeling in my soul that I didn't quite have every Horcrux identified. Mm. And then here was A Star Was Born. Mm-hmm. So let's play that old classic. It has not been. It, I don't think it's been played in 2021. That's no, probably true. Certainly not. That's probably certainly true. not. For those of you that have not, and that's funny that there actually might be people that haven't heard of this game because it hasn't been played this year. But a star was born. I'm going to name three. I'm not going to name them. <laughs> I've done that before. Uh, we're going to have three different actors or actresses. Uh, that we are only going to guess who they are based off of these boys' random shots at their credits. I'll name uh, the age of this person, and it's going to be their birthday. That's why they're already on the game. So we'll hear who was born on this day, how many credits they have. These boys will pick three of those credits, and based off of those random shots, try and guess who the actor, the star that was born on that day. Our first star... We don't have, so TikTok celebrity is just really kind of taking over Mm -hmm. the internet. We Uh, can't. May 3rd, Monday is a special day for TikTok. A lot of famous, evidently a lot of famous TikTokers were born on May 3rd. I've got no big actors for that, but I have Mm -hmm. one for May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Star Wars Day. Yoda. That's Yoda's birthday. That's Yoda's birthday. Uh, We have 
a birthday for you. And this actor will be turning this coming Tuesday uh, with the release of our Big Hero 6 episode. Uh, he was born in 1970. So that means he will be turning 51, 51 years of age. And he has 117 credits. Whoa. Okay. And uh, we'll only be doing 116 of those. Okay. You want to do like 110? Yeah. Something sort, sort of recent, but not, not cutting edge. I would even maybe say maybe even 105, because if he's pumping them out at that rate, one, 110 might yeah, be like one, last Yeah, 110 week. could be came out yesterday. Let's do 105. 105. The 2018 classic Show Dogs. I don't even know what that is. No, I don't I, at first I was at first I was like, that's the Cuba Gooding Jr. movie. Dude, about. my brain also like, <laughs> Snow Dogs. Dog. He hasn't Snow worked dogs? in a minute. No. <laughs> Show Dogs. Um that was 105. What do we do? Like, he's gonna be what what if we do like 70? Yeah. In honor of this gentleman's birth year. Yeah. 1970. What if we do 70? Yeah, let's do 70. 70. Men in Black 3. Okay. Oh, uh, no. I'm, we're not going to do that when he's uncredited there. Uncredited. So it's not, so it's not Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, right. He's probably credited for that one, huh? He's credited for that one. Despicable Me. Look at that. Huh. Who would be in Despicable Me but uncredited for Men in Black 3? Could be Will Arnett or Jason Siegel. How old are they? Uh, this feels the right age for them. Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't be like Russell Brand or something, huh? I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right. So 70, way back 30, 40 movies ago, was <laughs> only, what, 2010? Yeah, 2010. Yeah, so <clears> let's <throat> go for, what do you feel like about nine? Uh, well... You want to try and bullseye either Arrested Development or How I Met Your Mother, depending oh on which one gosh. we think it is. I can't imagine the. You want to go for like, like, how do you feel about fifty three, fifty one? That's their age. Fifty one, yeah, yeah, fifty one. That feels good to me. Fifty one. Horton hears a who. So these are all probably voice things, which yeah, tells me it's this... probably Will Arnett or Steve Carell. We have Horton Hears a Who, Despicable Me, and Show Dogs. He's so forget definitely Show Dogs. older than 51, I think. You think, Steve, you think he's older than 51? I think so. Yeah, maybe. What do you think? He's like 60? I don't know. Maybe he's not older than 51. I assumed he was. I just know he's, he's the, uh, the tiny guy, the Who in Horton Hears a Who. Steve Carell is? Yeah. Oh. The non-Jim Carrey one, because Jim Carrey's the elephant. Yeah. Well, I I I feel like he's probably like he within 51. Well, and if he was in Men in Black 3, he'd be credited for that, I think. So I lean Will Arnett, just because yeah, I know I think he I do does too. a ton of voice work. But I think also, I do too. With these credits, we know Steve Carell. We know for sure Steve Carell is in two of them. Yeah. <laughs> What's our guess, boys? I'm down to guess Steve Carell, actually. Yeah, let's give Steve a shot. Steve happy, Carell. 
Happy 51st birthday to Will Arnett. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how it goes though. Steve that's usually Carell how it is. Was born in 1962. He's 59. So Doze, you were right. He's almost he's just about 60. He'll be 60 in August. So maybe he'll show up if we have a Star Wars war back then, but Will mm-hmm. Arnett. Y'all were there close. But that's really good. On uh, show dogs. Wait, won't he be Horton, 50, won't he be 59 in August? Yeah, I know. No, 59, yeah. But he's still almost 60. Sorry, he's 58 right now. Man, don't push him over that hill. My bad. Not until think, he's ready. I think Steve Carell getting old might be one of the first stars to like really freak me out watching them age. Like mess with time in my head. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder who that is for me. Do we have do we have another round of this? Oh yeah. Well, before we do that, we do have to go for an ad break. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, we have a Cinco de Mayo birthday coming up for you. Born on Cinco de Mayo of 1983. Okay. This actor has 26 credits, 1983. So meaning on Cinco de Mayo, he will be turning 38, right? 38 years old. 38. 26 26 credits. And we will count all 26 of them. What if we do 24 in honor of the age I still wish I was? <clears throat> okay. Sure. The 24th credit. is weird. The Witcher. It's Hank. Yeah. Yeah. How many? 26 credits? 26 credits. Let's do 26. 26. <laughs> Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. <Yeah. laughs> All right. You got one more. One. One. His first credit, Squadron 42. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite role of his, of Henry Cavill's. Of all hanky Cavill. It's Cavill, huh? I think Happy so. birthday. 38th birthday, Henry Cavill. Mm. Good job. And then finally, born May 6th. The day we after. Have another <laughs> actor. Man, I can't believe it's almost May right now. It's May already by the time this comes out. Yeah, it is May. 
Man. Born. Time flies born, when everything's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> born May 6th of 1961. This will be his 60th birthday. Okay. He has 96 acting credits. And we will be looking at 93 of those. Mm, let's go 90. Yep. I feel that too. Catch 22. Oops. 2019. Uh-oh. Don't know what that is. Let's go… You don't know what that is? 76. Sure. It's a great book. 76. The Ides of March. This is Clooney. It's Clooney, huh? Um, please say 75. 75. 75. Nespresso. Cab driver. <laughs> it's Clooney. <laughs> He's in those abs. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 60th, 60th birthday. Wow. To George Clooney. I guess I thought he was already 60. George Clooney will die hotter than I ever got to be. Um, <laughs> also, yeah, I, I've seen a good portion of George Clooney's work, but I, I don't know if I've taken enough time in my life to truly express my love for the Ocean's movies, specifically Ocean's Eleven. But yeah. I love George Clooney as Danny Ocean so much. It's such a vibe, man. It really, really is. You know, I've it never is. seen an Ocean's movie. Dude, Ocean's Eleven. I haven't. Rules. I really haven't. And That's crazy. there's always people that are like, the original with the Rat Pack is better. That's probably true. I don't care. I love… <laughs> was it Steven Soderbergh, right? Yeah, I love yeah. his Ocean's movies. I want to do something with you guys right now. Please. And… It's kind Does it of make selfish. a podcast? It's a podcast. <gasps> it's kind of selfish, but I'm coming here to. Oh, we could. We, this could be a recurring thing if we wanted to. But have you ever had the moment to where uh, you're talking with somebody? It's usually a friend, and you have an argument over uh, in the movie business. Like I'll tell you, this specific argument was uh, between a couple of actors on who was more iconic. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Okay. And so this if you ever have right one of those and people feel at two very separate ends. And so a lot of the times what we tend to do as human beings is the first people we go to for an opinion are the people that we assume will share ours. That's just a natural phenomenon, sure. whether yeah. we know we're doing it or not. And so for me, knowing that I have good close friends that I meet with weekly and we are <laughs> pod boys that have done 200 movies together, I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Let's just take it to court. Let's you want to call it chunky court? Yes. Chunky court. Yeah. What's I love tough it. though is y'all don't have to argue. I, I want to hear what y'all's general general opinion was. But our argument was, do you want to know where I stood or not? I'm not gonna no, tell you where I, I stood. I don't want to know no, where no, you no. stood. No. We had two actors, okay? Uh, and this is for you, Mike Trozo. We've had Mike Trozo on the pod before. We talked about Sky High with him. Real fun episode. Y'all should go find that. It was an extended mini Monday because Mike was uh, one of the main production Gosh, and we were all sitting around the table, huh? That was around this very table. That was wild. Yeah. Breathing each other's that was air. Wild. Yuck. <laughs> Just um, so, no, not a care in the world, man. Particles, hey, real quick. particulates everywhere. Can you guys even imagine being in the same room right now to record a podcast? No, it sounds terrible to me. Oh my gosh, I can't even picture that level of intimacy. That's, <laughs> that feels so inappropriate. <laughs> it's too strange. Hey, it's too strange. Can I pitch real quick that during the segment of Chunky Court, 
Doge and I, I think it would be good for us to represent uh, J&J Conflict Resolutions Incorporated. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I like it. We, we break, we settle all disputes. J&J yeah. Conflict Resolutions Incorporated. I love it. I love it. So this came about, let me pitch, paint the scene for you. We're watching the Oscars mm-hmm. and uh, Harrison Ford sure. uh, had a great moment where he was reading off some of the uh, editing notes about Blade Runner, and they were all pretty negative. But Ford comes up, and one of us mentions uh, him truly being iconic. And then someone else would mention that Tom Cruise uh, is more of an icon in terms of acting. And so then, but here's where I'll bring the argument fully. We talked about uh, if you were just to ask anybody on the street, the top five biggest actors of all time, actors, males, uh, would more of them have Harrison Ford up there? Uh, would more of them have Tom Cruise up there? Or would it not even be, would do neither of them make it? So mm. that's what I present before the court. Um, we have, it's it's uh, Tom Cruise versus Harrison Ford in terms of icons. Uh, the actors versus the icons. I don't know what we call this case. It's all very new. Mm. But uh, I would love to hear y'all's opinions here uh, after initially hearing about this argument. That's tricky because are those the same question? Like, is this person more iconic? Is that the same question as would people on the street list them as one of the top five actors of all time? Well, hold on That was ultimately what... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think what we're running into here is that Harrison Ford has played two of movies' biggest icons, but Tom Cruise is one of movies' biggest icons. Does that make sense? Yeah, I would say it's I think think you have to take the person into consideration though. You know, like I don't I don't know that we can say like Han Solo and Indiana Jones and Tom Cruise are Hollywood icons because I think there's something to be said for the fact that people seem to genuinely like in a grumpy old grandpa way Harrison Ford. And I don't know that people genuinely like Tom Cruise. The box office would disagree. They like his movies, but I don't think they like him. You know I don't what I mean? Think you I don't have think... to be liked to be an icon. <sighs> I really don't. I think you're letting how much you love Harrison Ford. So what, Ford. what makes an icon then? I think that's what we need to get to the bottom of. My I fa- would say what, what came here, because I don't want to leave it fully to the two of you, uh, where I came from uh, to go ahead and bring this argument to the chunky court organically, was talking about Clooney. Mm. Mm-hmm. George Clooney feels like to me, Someone who will come up in a lot of people, maybe a majority of people's top five actors ever. Not their favorite actor. Right. Most Just, yeah. famous and, and, and fame and icon kind of seems to go together. But that's because why I, I think that Clooney. list would probably be like Clooney, Brad Pitt, probably Christian Bale. But DiCaprio. I think DiCaprio's DiCaprio is Bale. Exactly. I think, I think Tom Cruise is on that list for a I lot do of too. People. I think and Tom I don't Cruise think is Harrison on that list. Ford is even a name. And there's also De, De, I agree. De Niro. But, but does that make him an icon over over Ford? If he's like it does being on that list, does that mean you're an icon or does that just mean you're one of the top five most famous guys? I think it means you're an icon, at least in some ways. I think do two those people mean the can same be thing? icons. You know, I just think that at least by the definition of the question, I don't think Tom Cruise will ever touch anybody as iconic as Indy or Han Solo. No. Um, but I do think that Tom Cruise is one of the most recognizable faces in the world. Yeah, certainly. One of the biggest box office draws in the world. 
has played a number of iconic characters in his own right. I, I, I just think that based on the criteria of the question, it's got to go Tom Cruise. I don't even like Tom Cruise better than Harrison Ford. I just, I think yeah. that Tom Cruise, and I like Tom Cruise as an actor. Um, but yeah, I think it's got to go to him. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. There you go. It's settled. Where did you come down on it, Carter? I, it started with Ford for me, and then it kind of got redirected into that, the top five thing. And I was like, okay. Yeah, Icon, I think the toughest part about all of it was Icon is just so diluted. It's so like vaguely defined as what that even means. Well, and it's really well, Icon Jaden Smith is the only Icon living as far as I exactly. know. Exactly. If our eyes aren't real, how can mirrors be real, guys? But <laughs> he's grown a lot since then, Josh. <laughs> I think I think Icon probably means something pretty different to the three of us sure. who watch, you know, I watch probably two or three movies a week usually and talk about at least one of them for over an hour with my friends. Right, so right. I think we're, that probably means something different to the person who watches um, one movie every six weeks, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, <laughs> excuse me, snuck <laughs> up on me. Well, this was Carter's last episode because he's, he's dying dead. right now on my He's dying. His final words were, well. well His final well, word uh, was, well, pilgrim. To end this episode, let's let's look a little bit into the future here. Yeah, please. I mean, we talked about, uh, we're, we're just going to connect everything we talked about right now. We talked about Doctor Strange a little bit. That's a time stone. Let's look into the future. Let's talk about mm. icons. What current actor do you feel like is outside of that top five that we feel like uh, Harrison Ford might not even be on uh, that you think before their career is done will make it up there? Mm -hmm. Meaning they're going to have to boot out one of those people. Uh, which, by the way, we also didn't mention Denzel, Denzel Washington. He feels like- Yeah, he'll be up there yeah. for sure. Uh, so, and I don't want to make it, I don't want to make it like an obvious one. I'm going to try and be a little risky here. Yeah. I'm Carter. And I think if he continues at this DiCaprio trajectory. Oh, you're going to take mine? He might even unseat him. But Tim, yeah. old Timmy, Timmy Chalamet. That's what I, I was think he's say got too. a shot. And it's because not only has he started so young, he's in great movies. He's been nominated for an Oscar. I think he's got a shot to get up there for that top five. This is just male identifying actors, correct? We're not talking about. Okay. Yeah, just we're just doing that based yeah, off yeah. of what the the court argument was. Okay. In the first yeah, place yeah. For this one. I'm Doge, and I believe that if he keeps cranking out John Wick style roles, oh yeah, yeah I good. think Keanu could occupy a very a very Bruce Willis kind of space. Totally, and and begin to make his way toward that top five, especially as international fame. Yes. He's, he's a world box office guy. Yes. With such international hits as 47 Ronin, I think he could just really take it all the way. <laughs> such offenses as 47 oh, Ronin. Just bombed. It bombed on every continent, which was perfect. You know, my heart says, I'm Jordan. My heart says Jake, but I just don't think he's blockbustery no. enough. No, you know, he's I think, not. I think that his are the, the not blockbustery movies. So um, yeah. I'm torn here. Um, I think I think where I'm landing though is Tom Hardy. Cuz I think he's got the chops for the non-blockbusters, but I think he's got the star power and the draw for the Mad Maxes of the world. Yep. Um and I think that he could really do it. He's got the skill level to be up there with the best of the best. I mean, heck, he did. He yeah. held his own in Revenant with Leo. Like Yeah. Yeah. What was his latest project? Was it Dunkirk? 
Has he done something since then? Well, he's been working on Taboo, that TV show with his dad for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, Venom. <laughs> Venom. Yeah. Wow. Oof. Well, oh, I straight up forgot about that. Hey, my, my other answer though, for real, that I was weighing was Robert Downey Jr. Because I think that he has carved yeah. such a legend for himself yep. over the last yeah. two decades. I think that's yep. I think that's exactly right. Okay, I think I've got the top five. And y'all can at me. People, y'all can come at me. It's whatever. Uh, I'm in no particular order. George Clooney, Denzel Washington, Leonardo DiCaprio, Samuel L. Jackson, Robert De Niro. I would honestly swap... Clooney for Pitt in most people's eyes, I think. Oh, I wow. think so too. Pitt needs yeah. to be there. All right, don't at me. In fact, I don't I bet Robert De Niro's not up there for a lot of people. I'm not saying no, I'm, I'm not Pitt, saying this Pitt, deserves Pitt instead of De Niro. Pitt instead of De Niro. Yeah, I, I think so. And then that's a good five. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.